Aitreya Aranyaka Upanishad Second Aranyaka First Second and Third Adhyayas This LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by Jyoti Tarawadt First Adhyaya First Kanda This is the path this sacrifice and this brahman this is the true let no man swerve from it let no man transgress it for the old sages did not transgress it and those who did transgress became lost this has been declared by arushi three classes of people transgressed others settled down round about the venerable agni fire the great sun stood in the midst of the worlds the blowing vayu air entered the harats the dawns or the ends of the earth when he says three classes of people transgressed the three classes of people who transgressed or what we see here on earth born again as birds trees herbs and serpents when he says others settle down round about the venerable he means those who now sit down to worship agni fire when he says the great stood in the midst of the worlds the great one in the midst of the world is meant for this aditya the sun when he says the blowing entered the harits he means that vayu the air the purifier entered all the corners of the earth second kanda people say ukta ukta hymns hymns without knowing what ukta hymn means the hymn is truly to be considered as the earth for from it all whatsoever exists arises the object of its praise is agni and the 80 verses of the hymn are food for by means of food one obtains everything the hymn is truly the sky for the birds fly along the sky and men drive following the sky the object of its praise is vayu air and the 80 verses of the hymn or food for by means of food one obtains everything the hymn is truly the heaven for from its gift rain or whatsoever exists arises the object of its praise is aditya the sun and the 80 verses or food for by means of food one obtains everything so much with reference to the gods mythological now with reference to man physiological the hymn is truly man he is great he is prajapati let him think i am the hymn the hymn is his mouth as before in the case of the earth the object of its praise is speech and the 80 verses of the hymn are food for by means of food he obtains everything the hymn is the nostrils as before in the case of the sky 
the object of its praise is breath and the eighty verses of the hymn are food for by means of food he obtains everything the slight bent at the root of the nose is as it were the place of the brilliant aditya the sun the hymn is the forehead as before in the case of heaven the object of its praise is the eye and the eighty verses of the hymn are food for by means of food he obtains everything the eighty verses of the hymn are alike food with reference to the gods as well as with reference to man for all these beings breathe and live by means of food indeed by food given in arms etc he conquers this world by food given in sacrifice he conquers the other therefore the eighty verses of the hymn are alike food with reference to the gods as well as with reference to man all this that is food and all this that consumes food is only the earth for from the earth arises all whatever there is and all that goes hence dies on earth heaven consumes it all and all that goes thence returns from heaven to a new life the earth consumes it all that earth is thus both food and consumer he also the true worshipper who meditates on himself as being the ukta is both consumer and consumed subject and object no one possesses that which he does not eat or the things which do not eat him third kanda next follows the origin of seed the seed of prajapati are the devas gods the seed of the devas is rain the seed of rain are herbs the seed of herbs is food the seed of food is seed the seed of seed are creatures the seed of creatures is the heart the seed of the heart is the mind the seed of the mind is speech veda the seed of speech is action sacrifice the action done in a former state is this man the abode of brahman he man consists of food ira and because he consists of food iramaya he consists of gold hiranmaya he who knows this becomes golden in the other world and is seen as golden as the sun for the benefit of all beings fourth kanda brahman in the shape of a prana breath entered into that man by the tips of his feet and because brahman entered prapadyata into that man by the tips of his feet therefore people call them the tips of the feet prapada but hooves and claws in other animals then brahman crept up higher and therefore they were called the thighs 
uru then he said grasp wide and that was called the belly udara then he said make room for me and that was called the chest uras the sarkarakshas meditate on the belly as brahman the arunis on the heart both these places are brahman indeed but brahman crept upwards and came to the head and because he came to the head therefore the head is called head then these delights are lighted in the head sight hearing mind speech breath delights alight on him who thus knows why the head is called head these five delights or senses strove together saying i am the ukta him i am the ukta well they said let us all go out from this body then on whose departure this body shall fall he shall be the ukta among us speech went out yet the body without speaking remained eating and drinking sight went out yet the body without seeing remained eating and drinking hearing went out yet the body without hearing remained eating and drinking mind went out yet the body as if blinking remained eating and drinking breath went out then when breath was gone out the body fell it was decayed and because people said it decayed therefore it was called body sarira that is the reason of its name if a man knows this then the evil enemy who hates him decays or the evil enemy who hates him is defeated they strove again saying i am the ukta i am the ukta well they said let us enter that body again then on whose entrance this body shall rise again he shall be the ukta among us speech entered but the body lay still sight entered but the body lay still hearing entered but the body lay still mind entered but the body lay still breath entered and when breath had entered the body rose and it became the ukta therefore breath alone is the ukta let people know that breath is the ukta indeed the devas the other senses said to breath thou art the ukta thou art all this we are thine thou art ours this has also been said by rishi thou art ours we are thine fifth kanda then the devas carried him the breath forth and being carried forth he was 
stretched out and when people said he was stretched out then it was in the morning when they said he is gone to rest then it was in the evening day therefore is the breathing up night the breathing down speech is agni sight that aditya sun mind the moon hearing the dis quarters this is the prahitam sam yoga the union of the deities as sent forth these deities agni etc are thus in the body but their phenomenal appearance yonder is among the deities this was intended and hiranyadat vaidya also who knew this and who by his knowledge had become hiranyagarbha or the universal spirit said whatever they do not give to me they do not possess themselves i know the prahitam samyoga the union of the deities as entered into the body this is it to him who knows this all creatures without being constrained offer gifts that breath is to be called satya the true for sat is breath thi is food yam is the sun this is threefold and threefold the i also may be called it being white dark and the pupil he who knows why true is true why satya is satya even if he should speak falsely yet what he says is true sixth kanda speech is his the breath's rope the names the knots thus by his speech as by a rope and by his names as by knots all this is bound for all this are names indeed and with speech he calls everything people carry him who knows this as if they were bound by a rope of the body of the breath thus meditated on the ushni vas forms the hairs the gayatri the skin the tristub the flesh the anustub the muscles the gagati the bone the panki the marrow the brihati the breath prana he is covered with the verses kandas meters because he is thus covered with verses therefore they call him kandas coverings meters if a man knows the reason why kandas are called kandas the verses cover him in whatever place he likes against any evil deed this is said by arishi i saw the breath as a guardian never tiring coming and going on his ways the arteries that breath in the body being identified with the sun among the devas illuminating the principal and intermediate quarters of the sky is returning constantly in the midst of the worlds he says i saw a guardian because he the breath is a guardian for he guards everything
he says never tiring because the breath never rests he says coming and going on his ways because the breath comes and goes on his ways he says illuminating the principle and intermediate because he illuminates these only the principle and intermediate quarters of the sky he says he is returning constantly in the midst of the worlds because he returns indeed constantly in the midst of the worlds and then there is another verse they are covered like caves by those who make them for all this is covered indeed by breath this ether is supported by breath as brihati and as this ether is supported by breath as brihati so one should know that all things not excepting ants are supported by breath as brihati seventh kanda next follow the powers of that person by his speech earth and fire were created herbs are produced on the earth and agni fire makes them ripe and sweet take this take this thus saying do earth and fire serve their parent speech as far as the earth reaches as far as fire reaches so far does his world extend and as long as the world of the earth and fire does not decay so long does his world not decay who thus knows this power of speech by breath in the nose the sky and the air were created people follow the sky and hear along the sky while the air carries along pure scent thus do sky and air serve their parent the breath as far as the sky reaches as far as the air reaches so far does his world extend and as long as the world of the sky and the air does not decay so long does his world not decay who thus knows this power of breath by his eye heaven and the sun were created heaven gives him rain and food while the sun causes his light to shine thus do the heaven and the sun serve their parent the eye as far as heaven reaches and as far as the sun reaches so far does his world extend and as long as the world of heaven and the sun does not decay so long does his world not decay who thus knows the power of the eye by his ear the quarters and the moon were created from all the quarters they come to him and from all the quarters he hears while the moon produces for him the bright and the dark halves for the sake of sacrificial work thus do the quarters and the moon serve the parent the ear as far as the quarters reach 
and as far as the moon reaches so far does his world extend and as long as the world of the quarters and the moon does not decay so long does his world not decay who thus knows the power of the ear by his mind and water the varuna were created water yields to him faith being used for sacred acts varuna keeps his offspring within the law thus do water and varuna serve their parent the mind as far as water reaches and as far as varuna reaches so far does his world extend and as long as the world of water and varuna does not decay so long does his world not decay who thus knows the power of the mind eighth kanda was it water really was it water yes all this was water indeed this water was the root cause that the world was the shoot effect he the person is the father they earth fire etc or the sons whatever there is belonging to the son belongs to the father whatever there is belonging to the father belongs to the son this was intended mahidasa aitreya who knew this said i know myself reaching as far as the gods and i know the gods reaching as far as me for these gods receive their gifts from hence and are supported from hence this is the mountain namely i ear mind speech and breath they call it the mountain of brahman he who knows this throws down the evil enemy who hates him the evil enemy who hates him is defeated he the prana identified with brahman is the life the breath he is being while the jivatman remains and not being when the jivatman departs the devas speech etc worshiped him prana as bhuti or being and thus they became great beings and therefore even now a man who sleeps breathes like burubhu the asuras worshiped him as abhuti or not being and thus they were defeated he who knows this becomes great by himself while the evil enemy who hates him is defeated he the breath is death when he departs and immortality while he abides and this has been said by arishi downwards and upwards he the wind of the breath goes held by food for this up breathing being held back by the down breathing does not move forward and leave the body altogether the immortal dwells in the mortal for through him the breath all this dwells together the bodies being clearly mortal
but this being the breath being immortal these two body and breath go forever in different directions the breath moving the senses of the body the body supporting the senses of the breath the former going upwards to another world the body dying and remaining on earth they increase the one the body but they do not increase the other that is they increase these bodies by food but this being breath is immortal he who knows this becomes immortal in that world having become united with hiranyagarbha and is seen as immortal in the sun by all beings yeah by all beings second adhyaya first kanda he the sun who shines honored this world the body of the worshipper by entering into it in the form of a man the worshipper who meditates on breath for he who shines the sun is the same as the breath he honored this body of the worshipper during a hundred years therefore there are a hundred years in the life of a man because he honored him during a hundred years therefore there are the poets of the first mandala of the rigveda called the satarkin having honor for a hundred years therefore people call him who is really prana breath the satarkin poets he breath placed himself in the midst of all whatsoever exists because he placed himself in the midst of all whatsoever exists therefore there are the poets of the second to the ninth mandala of the rigveda called the madhyamas therefore people call him who is really prana breath the madhyama poets he as up breathing is the swallower gritsa as down breathing he is delight mother because as up breathing is swallower gritsa and as down breathing delight mother therefore there is the poet of the second mandala of the rigveda called gritsa mother therefore people call him who is really prana breath gritsa mother of him breath all this whatsoever was a friend because of him all viswam this whatsoever was a friend mitram therefore there is the poet of the third mandala of the rigveda called viswamitra therefore people call him who is really prana breath viswamitra the devas speech etc said to him the breath he is to be loved by all of us because the devas said to him that he was to be loved vama by all of them therefore there is the poet of the fourth mandala of the rigveda called vama deva therefore people call him as really prana breath vama deva he breath guarded all this whatsoever from evil because he guarded atrayata all this whatsoever from evil therefore there are the poets of the fifth mandala of the rigveda called atraya therefore people call him who is really prana breath atraya second kanda he breath is likewise abhibradvaja 
bringer of offspring offspring is vaja and he breath supports offspring because he supports it therefore there is the poet of the sixth mandala of the rig veda called bharadvaja therefore people call him who is really prana breath bharadvaja the devas speech etc said to him he it is who chiefly causes us to dwell on earth because the devas said of him that he chiefly caused them to dwell on earth therefore there is the poet of the seventh mandala of the rig veda called vashishta therefore people call him who is really prana breath vashishta he breath went forth towards all this whatsoever because he went forth toward all this whatsoever therefore there are the poets of the eighth mandala of the rigveda called the pragathas therefore people call him who is really prana breath the pragathas he breath purified all this whatsoever because he purified all this whatsoever therefore there are the hymns and also the poets of the ninth mandala of the rigveda called the pavamanis therefore people call him who is really prana breath the pavamanis he breath said let me be everything whatsoever small shudra and great mahat and this became the shudra suktas and maha suktas therefore there were the hymns and also the poets of the 10th mandala of the rigveda called the shudra suktas and maha suktas therefore people call him who is really prana the shudra suktas and maha suktas he breath said once you have said what is well said su ukta indeed this became a sukta him therefore there are the sukta therefore people call him who is really prana breath sukta he breath is a rik verse for he did honor to all beings by entering into them because he did honor to all beings therefore there was the rik verse therefore people call him who is really prana breath rik he breath is an ardarka half verse for he did honor to all places arda because he did honor to all places therefore there was the ardarka therefore people call him who is really prana breath ardarka he breath is a pada word for he got into all these beings because he got padi into all these beings therefore there was the pada word therefore people call him who is really prana breath pada he breath is an akshara syllable for he pours out sharati gifts to all these beings and without him no one can pour out atikshararti gifts therefore there was the akshara syllable therefore people call him who is really prana breath akshara thus all these rik verses 
all vedas all sounds are one word namely prana breath let him know that prana is all rik verses third kanda while viswamitra was going to repeat the hymns of this day the mahabharata indra sat down near him viswamitra guessing that indra wanted food said to him this the verses of the hymn is food and repeated the thousand brihati verses by means of this he went to the delightful home of indra swarga indra said to him rishi thou hast come to my delightful home rishi repeat a second hymn viswamitra guessing that indra wanted food said to him this the verses of the hymn is food and repeated the thousand brihati verses by means of this he went to the delightful home of indra swarga indra said to him rishi thou hast come to my delightful home rishi repeat a third hymn vishwamitra guessing that indra wanted food said to him this the verses of the hymn is food and repeated the third brihati verses by means of this he went to the delightful home of indra swarga indra said to him rishi thou hast come to my delightful home i grant thee a boon vishwamitra said may i know thee indra said i am prana o rishi thou art prana all things are prana for it is prana who shines as the sun and high here pervade all regions under that form this food of mine the him is my friend and my support dakshina this is the food prepared by viswamitra i am verily he who shines the sun fourth kanda this then becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses its consonants form its body its voice vowels the soul its sibilants the air of the breath he who knows this became vishvata he took this name from thence indra verily declared this to vishwamitra and indra verily declared this to bharadwaja therefore indra is invoked by him as a friend this becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses and of that hymn perfect with a thousand brihati verses there are 36000 syllables so many are also the thousands of days of a hundred years 36000 with the consonants they fill the nights with the vowels the day this becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses he who knows this after this thousand of brihatis thus accomplished becomes full of knowledge full of the gods full of brahman full of the immortal and then goes also to the gods
what i am the worshipper that is he son what he is that am i this has been said by arushi the sun is the self of all that moves and rests let him look to that let him look to that third adhyaya first kanda he who knows himself as the fivefold hymn ukta the emblem of prana breath from whence all the springs he is clever these five are the earth air ether water and fire jyotis this is the self the fivefold ukta for from him all this springs and into him it enters again at the dissolution of the world he who knows this becomes the refuge of his friends and to him who knows the food object and the feeder subject in that ukta a strong sun is born and food is never wanting water and earth are food for all food consists of these two fire and air are the feeder for by means of them man eats all food ether is the bowl for all this is poured into the ether he who knows this becomes the bowl or support of his friends to him who knows the food and the feeder in that ukta a strong sun is born and food is never wanting herbs and trees are food animals the feeder for animals eat herbs and trees of them again those who have teeth above and below shaped after the likeness of man or feeders the other animals or food therefore these overcome the other animals for the eater is over the food he who knows this is over his friends second kanda he who knows the gradual development of the self in him the man conceived as the ukta obtains himself more development there are herbs and trees and all that is animated and he knows the self gradually developing in them for in herbs and trees sap only is seen but thought kitta in animated beings among animated beings again the self develops gradually for in some sap blood is seen as well as thought but in others thought is not seen and in man again the self develops gradually for he is most endowed with knowledge he says what he has known he sees what he has known he knows what is to happen tomorrow he knows heaven and hell by means of the mortal he desires the immortal thus is he endowed with regard to the other animals hunger and thirst only are a kind of understanding but they do not say what they have known nor do they see what they have known they do not know what is to happen tomorrow nor heaven and hell they go so far and no further for they are born according to their knowledge in a former life 
Third Kanda That man conceived as Ukta is the sea, rising beyond the whole world. Whatever he reaches, he wishes to go beyond. If he reaches the sky, he wishes to go beyond. If he should reach that heavenly world, he would wish to go beyond. That man is fivefold. The heat in him is fire. The apertures of the senses or ether, blood, mucus, and seed or water. The body is earth. Breath is air. That air is fivefold, namely, up breathing, down breathing, back breathing, out breathing, on breathing. The other powers, devatas, namely, sight, hearing, mind, and speech, or comprised under up breathing and down breathing. For when breath departs, they also depart with it. That man, conceived as Ukta, is the sacrifice, which is a succession now of speech and now of thought. That sacrifice is fivefold, namely the Agnihotra, the new and full moon sacrifices, the four monthly sacrifices, the animal sacrifice, the Soma sacrifice. The Soma sacrifice is the most perfect of sacrifices, for in it these five kinds of ceremonies are seen, the first which precedes the libations, the diksha, etc., then three libations, and what follows, the avabrita, etc., is the fifth. Fourth Kanda He who knows one sacrifice above another, one day above another, one deity above the others, he is clever. Now this great Ukta, the Nishkevalya Sastra, is the sacrifice above another, the day above another, the deity above others. This Ukta is fivefold. With regard to its being performed as a stoma chorus, it is Trivrit, Pankadasa, Saptadasa, Ekavimsa, and Pankavimsa. With regard to its being performed as a salmon song, it is Gayatra, Ratantara, Brihat, Badra, and Rajana. With regard to meter, it is Gayatri, Ushni, Brihati, Tristub, and Davipada. And the explanation given before in the Aryanka is that it is the head, the right wing, the left wing, the tail, and the body of the bird. He performs the Prasthava in five ways. He performs the Udgita in five ways. He performs the Pratihara in five ways. He performs the Ubhadrava in five ways. He performs the Nidhana in five ways. All these together forms 1,000 stobas or musical syllables.
thus also are the rick verses contained in the nishkevalya recited by the hothri in five orders what precedes the eighty trikas that is one order then follow the three sets of eighty trikas each and what comes after is the fifth order this the hymns of this sastra as a whole if properly counted with the stoba syllables comes to one thousand of brihati verses that thousand is the whole and ten ten is called the whole for number is such measured by ten ten tens or a hundred ten hundreds or a thousand and that is the whole these are the three meters the tens pervading everything and this food also the three sets of hymns being represented as food is threefold eating drinking and chewing he obtains that food by those three numbers ten hundred and thousand or by the three sets of eighty trikas fifth kanda this nishkevalya sastra becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses some teachers belonging to a different sakha recognize a thousand of different meters not of brihatis only they say is another thousand a thousand of other verses good let us say it is good some say a thousand of trishtab verses others a thousand of gakati verses others a thousand of anustab verses this has been said by rishi poets through their understanding discovered indra dancing and anustab this is meant to say they discovered and meditated in speech called anustab at that time when they worshiped the ukta the prana breath connected with indra he who takes the recited verses as anustabs is able to become celebrated and of good report no he says rather this is such a man liable to die before his time for that self consisting of anustabs is incomplete for if a man confines himself to speech not to breath then driven by his mind he does not succeed with speech let him work towards the brihati for the brihati breath is the complete self that self jivatman is surrounded on all sides by members and as that self is on all sides surrounded by members the brihati also is on all sides surrounded by meters for the self in the heart is the middle of these members and the brihati is the middle of the meters he is able to become celebrated and of good report but the other able to die before his time thus he said for the brihati is the complete self therefore let him work towards the brihati let him reckon the sastra recitation as a thousand brihatis sixth kanda 
this nishkevalya sastra becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses in this thousand of brihatis there are one thousand one hundred and twenty-five anushtubs for the smaller is contained in the larger this has been said by a rishi a speech of eight feet because there are eight feet of four syllables each in the anushtub of nine corners because the brihati becomes nine cornered having nine feet of four syllables each touching the truth because speech anushtub is truth touched by the verse brihati he the hotri makes the body out of indra for out of this thousand of brihati verses turned into anushtubs and therefore out of prana as connected with indra and out of brihati which is prana he makes speech that is anushtub as a body this mahadukta is the highest development of speech and it is fivefold namely measured not measured music true and untrue a rikvas a gatha a kumbya or measured metrical a yajus line an invocation and general remarks these are not measured they are in prose a sermon or any portion parvan of it is music om is true na is untrue what is true om is the flower and fruit of speech he is able to become celebrated and of good report for he speaks of the true om the flower and fruit of speech now the untrue is the root of speech and as a tree whose root is exposed dries up and perishes thus a man who says what is untrue exposes his root dries up and perishes therefore one should not say what is untrue but god oneself from it that syllable om yes goes forward to the first cause of the world and is empty therefore if a man says om yes to everything then that which he gives away is wanting to him here if he says om yes to everything then he would empty himself and would not be capable of any enjoyments that syllable na no is full for oneself if a man says no to everything then his reputation would become evil and that would ruin him even here therefore let a man give at the proper time only not at the wrong time thus he unites the true and the untrue and from the union of those two he grows and becomes greater and greater he who knows the speech of which this the mahadukta is a development he is clever a is the whole of speech and manifested through different kinds of contact mutes and of wind sibilance 
it becomes manifold and different speech if uttered in a whisper is breath if spoken aloud it is body therefore if whispered it is almost hidden for what is incorporeal is almost hidden and breath is incorporeal but if spoken aloud it is body and therefore it is perceptible for body is perceptible seventh kanda this nikshavalya sastra becomes perfect as a thousand of brihatis it is glory the glorious brahman not the absolute brahman it is indra indra is the lord of all beings he who thus knows indra as the lord of all beings departs from this world by loosening the bonds of life so said mahidasa aitreya having departed he becomes indra or hiranyagarbha and shines in those worlds and with regard to this they say if a man obtains the other world in this form by meditating on the prana breath which is the ukta the hymn of the mahavrata then in what form does he obtain this world here the blood of the woman is a form of agni fire therefore no one should despise it and the seed of the man is a form of aditya son therefore no one should despise it this self the woman gives herself skin blood and flesh to that self fat bone and marrow and that self man gives his self fat bone and marrow to this self skin blood and flesh thus these two grow together in this form belonging to the woman and to fire he goes to that world belonging to the man and the sun and in that form belonging to man and the sun he goes to this world belonging to the woman and to fire eighth kanda here with regard to obtaining hiranyagarbha there are these slokas the fivefold body into which the indestructible prana breath enters that body which the harnessed horses the senses draw about that body where the true of the true the highest brahman follows after in that body of the worshipper all gods become one that body into which goes the indestructible the breath which we have joined in meditation proceeding from the indestructible the highest brahman that body which the harnessed horses the senses draw about that body where the true of the true follows after in that body all gods become one after separating themselves from the yes and no of language and of all that is hard and cruel poets have discovered what they sought for dependent on names they rejoiced in what had been revealed that in which the poets rejoiced the revealed nature of prana breath in it the gods exist all joined together 
having driven away evil by means of that brahman which is hidden in prana the enlightened man goes to the swarga world becomes one with hiranyagarbha the universal spirit no one wishing to describe him prana breath by speech describes him by calling him woman neither woman nor man or man all such names applying only to the material body and not to prana or breath brahman as hidden beneath prana is called the a and the i ego is gone there the worshipper should know that he is ukta and prana this becomes perfect as a thousand of brihati verses and of that him perfect with a thousand brihati verses there are 36000 syllables so many or also the thousands of days of human life by means of the syllable of life the a alone which is contained in that thousand of hymns does a man obtain the day of life the mahavrata day which completes the number of the days in the gavamanya sacrifice and by means of the day of life he obtains the syllable of life now there is a chariot of the god prana destroying all desires for the worlds of indra the moon the earth all of which lie below the place of hiranyagarbha its front part the point of the two shafts of the carriage where the yoke is fastened is speech its wheels the ears the horses the eyes the driver the mind prana breath mounts that chariot and on it that is by means of meditating on prana he reaches hiranyagarbha this has been said by arushi come hither on that which is quicker than mind and come hither on that which is quicker than the twinkling of an eye yeah the twinkling of an eye end of first second and third adhyayas of second aranyaka recording by jyoti tarawadt